that I like to pet And every evening we get set I stroke it every chance I get It's my girl's pussy Seldom plays and never purrs And I love the thoughts it stirs But I don't mind because it's hers My girl's pussy Often it goes out at night Returns at break of dawn No matter what the weather's like It's always nice and warm It's never dirty, always clean In giving thrills, never mean But it's the best I've ever seen Is my girl's pussy Welcome to the evening tickler with Stephen Julian and our lovely, ever lovely guest Jan Bray, who we know, uh, with the table set and the candles lit, that she is our dessert. Um, she is often called our creme brulee, creamy and smooth on the inside, yet covered with a crisp, solid crust of burned sugar. Uh, <laughs> Once we break through like that, that? Uh, Julian, can you, uh, you give us a breakthrough on the crusty burned sugar? And how do you feel about the crusty bit on the? If it's it's tasty, but you know it's a little intimidating. You you are a little bit intimidating. You are a little bit intimidating. You strong opinions. That's why you're here. We we need strong people. Have you heard that before? Keep us oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you are a little bit intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. Within uh, sitting around the table in Russell's. Certainly in the early days, I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this kind of terror. The Jan brand. I yeah. said too much. Well, it was just that kind of terrier presence, and you have that uh, glint in your eye yeah. where, where, where there might be trouble on the back side of a conversation. When she sees weakness, uh, she goes for it. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. I oh. do not. Oh, of course. Right. <laughs> you do in adults. If, yes, you, you if you do hear somebody throwing out an opinion that you don't agree with, you're oh, yeah. To, oh, yeah. you are going to stand up and defend uh, the right, your way, the right way. I did it There's opposite no my ex-husband the other night at Brushland. What did you do? Oh. My kids told me I was embarrassing them. <laughs> oh, Show, oh. Tell us how you were embarrassing. Oh, I said quite loudly that Trump was a... a mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, somebody's got to say it. Three times. Yeah. Right. But were there people in there who would have been offended by it? Nobody. nobody yeah, my ex. I was, I was uh, going against him. Oh, he was at the table with you? Oh, yeah. You're having dinner with your ex? Oh, yeah. We always do. Oh, that's for so, family gatherings. That's so peaceable. Yeah. Well, could be. <laughs> it wasn't after that. Yeah. So he's like a Trump guy. Well, he says so. What does that mean? He was a flaming liberal in uh, California. That's what happens when people get old. Oh, not I. <laughs> not you, because you're because you're you're enough of a freak that you like stayed in that a zone. Or well, they they do say that to be young and not to be a revolutionary is to have no heart, but to be old and not to be a conservative is to have no mind. I know your my mum said that to me when I was young, and yeah. I was like, you know what? That's so uh, boring. Right. I, I think it can flip too. I think you can be very conservative as a youth, and turn into you know Jan. But the Which we all want to do. But the we assumption, all want to be Jen, but the assumption of that quote, the assumption of that quote is that you are, mm. is that you start being a dreamer, and then reality kicks in, and money, and owning things, and grabbing things, and then you turn into <laughs> a politician, a, a rapacious. <clears throat> but that's absurd. But that you do. have no. Come on, Julian, you, you've got to get with the reality of the world. Ninety nine point forty four percent of the people in the last survey that was done on this do agree that the process is to go from being open-minded and loving to being hard and calcitrant and mean. Well, it won't work. Well, that didn't happen to you, did it? heaven, but it certainly, I mean, that a lot Steve, of people make it work. didn't happen to me and you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you find too many people making a lot of money as they age that turn into soft and fuzzy people. They, they put up a wall and a roof over it, and then they hire guards to keep you away. Right. Right. Not only with but their money, bummer. but their ideas. So wait, so you are completely on the other side of the fence oh, yeah. politically from your ex-husband. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But you still, you're, you're still able to communicate and be pleasant oh, to yeah. each other. We, we, we enjoy the kids and the grandkids together, celebrations. But know. nothing else. Well, what would you think? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You no. tell me. No. <laughs> the politics are often a deal breaker in a relationship. Well, it didn't. That wasn't. A, what was the deal breaker? Oh, I can't say. 
incompatibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've all had a bit of that. You know, ideas that uh, tear us apart uh, are also the ideas that we discover that make our own self-definition. And as Napoleon said about revolution, revolutions are the idea that uh, put bayonets on their tips. And it's always so exciting because revolution's about conflict, and it happens in marriages, it happens in organizations, you know, it happens in countries. But when the bayonets get on the tip of the idea, it gets pretty interesting. Well, there's more ways to treat it than uh, with uh, bayonets. Well, how else? Well, education, cooperation. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that, that, that really never Is works. that what you did? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was your approach, yeah? Yeah. Well, you're I mean, still having dinner with your ex. That's right. great. There's, a, there's always a solution if you go in the right direction. Yeah, it's hard Can to, I ask a question? To get Does your ex pay for dinner, or, or do you pay for dinner? No, I don't pay for dinner. Oh, that's No, he doesn't sweet. pay for dinner. Well, who pays for dinner? Uh, a, a very nice son-in-law. Oh, oh really? That's yeah. good. You raised your kids well. Man, I'm looking forward so, to that. Love yeah. my kids. Yeah, you've got a good family. I love them. Wait, so, well, there's a lot of love in you. But mm. you were together when you came to Bavina, yeah? Oh, yeah. Does being in an isolated environment like this, or particularly in no, Bavina? No, 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 But do, you don't think it has particular wear and tear on relationships? No, people, people equate it with probably women's lib, which I don't like. What do you mean? However, when I got married, I was... Um, uh, picket fence, stay pregnant, wash the dishes, smile, and uh, be a sweet wife. And you agree? You were you were, you I agreed to it. that? You were into yeah. that at un- the time. Un- until it yeah. got sour. So what woke you up? I don't know. Come uh, on. Uh, we don't, so well, you, we wait, don't wait, 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 wait. We so, all have our little stories, but the specifics of that sort of thing are just not important. So what happened? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you were on the side of being like a like a fifties housewife. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then you Ozzie broke out. So what yeah. broke? So what, what was it that made you break out? I, I don't know. Probably women's live. I don't know. Yeah, but I, you know, looking at you, <laughs> back in the fifties and sixties, you were some swinging, giggly girl. Oh yeah. And you must have had a flower in your hair. Oh yeah. And a song, and you must have barefoot been, and pregnant. Yeah, exactly. In California. Yeah. In Bovina too, right? No, in, no, no, no. No, it all happened in California. No baby, no babies here. <clears throat> No babies. Uh, you two, already had a Two born in California and two born in uh, New York. So your refiner's right. fire, the crucible that made you who you are, was California. That was when you got tested and became... Yeah, probably. What, well, what were the and big events? Yeah. That, uh, yeah. I was, we were there in the 60s. <gasps> oh, Very my goodness. In, wow. in San Francisco. Stanford. Oh, in Stanford, right. But I went yeah. to school in San Jose before yeah. that. And yeah. before that, my folks were in Marin County. My folks went to California so we could get free education. Right. People so are doing were, that again. From Rochester. Were you one of those really cool hippie chicks that I saw on the cover no. of Life magazine in Iowa? No way. No? No, no way. We used you to didn't take wear our, a big muumuu and like... Uh, no, we used to take our kids on Saturday afternoon to the People's Park yeah. so they could look at the people that were high. It was like going to the zoo. <laughs> so yeah. you weren't part of that scene? No. But it was still the it was still the thing that was making you break yeah. out from being I like a fifties housewife. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you do. You've got to know. <laughs> if, you, if you could jump in your time machine, would you want to dial yourself back to that point in your life? I love my life. I love. Yeah. I love Every everything point. that's happened. Yeah. It's all for a reason. It all hasn't been fun. Yeah. But I do it again. Yeah. As I said, I raised my kids. I do it a thousand times again. If you ask that question to everybody in Bovina, how many of them would say that I've loved my entire life? I have no idea. You know, people yeah. say it because yeah. it's a platitude that you say. Right. I mean, um, I think we'd all, yeah. No, well, I wouldn't say it because I'm be- being honest. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, people always say that. Yeah, our, but, our, but, I, I, yeah. but I believe that wonderful. you believe that. I, I really do. I, I would do it a thousand times again. Well, I'd love to do it again. I might. There might be a few things along the way that I did slightly different. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I understand the gypsies are coming through town, and, and you can, for some silver crossing the gypsy's palm, get the gypsy curse and relive your life. Go back in time? And believe me, you think you would have fun, but it's a curse. Mm-hmm. No. What, should... what gypsies are coming to town? Oh, didn't you read about that? He's talking about the Steve Burnett metaphorical gypsies. Oh, these uh, guys. Yeah, you like guys. going around his head. Um, no, well, I'm not. changed no Bovina for sure. Don't who, who, who has? Don't you think? You guys. Of, yeah. How have we changed it? <laughs> you downstaters. <laughs> have we? Flatlanders, people how, from off. Wait, 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 wait. How have we changed it? 
Uh, because you've chosen to be there. Chosen to be there full time. Yeah, you've chosen Bovina. Right, but you chose Bovina. You wouldn't. You, you didn't. You no, we didn't. Had, we ended up there by accident because my husband had a job at Dell High Tech, oh. and I was back in Ithaca. We were at Cornell for a couple of years. Um, he was looking for a place to live, and the only place we could find he could find was in Bovina, and. I drove there from someplace with the four kids in, in a Volkswagen bus camper into Bovina. Right. Wow. Into, oh. in a, is that the Volkswagen no. bus that's out no. there in the weeds right now? No. I have that's always looked one. at that thing, and that was Jan's mobile. That, that was my tutor mobile. Wow. Oh, that is yours, though. I used to tutor in it. Oh, oh, Jan, I used to pull into the driveway, toot the horn, and the kid would come out at a table. <laughs> I had all my materials in the cabinets. It was great. The kids I have loved such it. fantasies about getting that thing renovated and putting on some tie dye. Oh, if I get if I win the lottery, I'm buying it back from my son. Oh, you're gonna buy it back from your son? He's gonna give it to you? No, I exchanged it for he he drew the plans for my house. Yeah, right. And right, I right. gave him the votes. Yeah, wait a minute, you live in an nothing. old classic house. How could he draw plans? Because I used to live. I had that house built up, built up between. Uh, Russell Hill Road and uh, Bears. You know the cabin oh, up there? No, oh, you have a I cabin up there? That. Yeah. That's oh, your weekend know. house. This is a very special person. She lives in Bovina and she has a weekend house in Bovina. Right, she has a weekend house. Uh, do you need to get away, Jen? Tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> the middle of the night, I've no. got to get away from the stress. Uh, and I'll tell you some what, clean stress air. I had, what really gave me a, a mountain lion, for one thing. Up there? Oh, yeah. You're not lying? No, I'm not lying. How about the lion? <laughs> you saw a lion up no, there? No, I smelled it and heard it and saw the footprints the next day. In the what snow. do you mean you smelled it? Oh, my it, word. Oh, you know how like to smell a lion? With a dog barking, and that yeah. thing just let out the, the most... A stream of funk, right? Extreme, that funky smell. You cannot believe. But how do you know that that's the funk that comes out of a mountain lion and not out because of some other thing? Because it's like something I had never heard, and it yeah, smelled, baby. and it, was, it filled the house. What did it smell like? Skunk. No, it didn't smell like skunk. It didn't smell like cat. It smelled like really it's bad French totally. carnal activity. Yeah, probably. It smelled dirty? Yeah. It smelled dirty. Wild, too, though. Wild. And the next day, there were prints like that in the snow in front of my door. Jan's having her Sasquatch. So anyway, here. and the other one was, I was sleeping up in the loft. I had a loft, and um, uh-huh. I heard this thump, thump, thump. <laughs> that was thump. me. <laughs> no, terrible. Are noise. you home, Jen? I have to talk to you. Please. I was scared already up in, no. up in the woods. Yeah. And um, mm. I heard this terrible thump. <laughs> and I got down and I looked out the window. There sat this big, fat raccoon looking at me. Oh. He yeah. was trying to get the bird seed yeah. out of my canisters on the porch and mm. was throwing them. <laughs> yeah. So you don't go up there on your own anymore? No, I sold it to my daughter. So oh, you so it's up behind their house. Yeah. It's up behind Bonnie's house. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Well. Uh, it's scary in the woods. No, well, it's we, at night. We, we because of your imagination, not because there's anything that's... Well, is it a mountain lion imagination? I would, well, yes, it is imagination. <laughs> You're totally right. A mountain lion <laughs> is imagination, which is exactly what I was saying before. <clears throat> oh. I, I do love the quiet moments because it allows us to reflect on everything that we've just said. And I'm reflecting right now, and what I'm, what I'm getting from Jan is that, aside from being a creme brulee, she's, she's a woman that has experienced life to its fullest and has no regrets, or as the song goes, a few. And um, she has become, in my estimation, in, in talking to her and around her and hearing from other people, she is the measure of love that is unique to our community. Um, and I kid you not, we have a community that is rare because we, are, we have children that we love, we have a church that we love, we have a general store that has legs on it that are older than um, most people in the world, and Jan is that thread that stitches together so many of the components that make our beautiful neighborhood. With, You're giving um, me a lot of credit. Whoa. Uh, then why, <laughs> that, you know, if that's all true, why was I a little bit scared of you for about the first two or three years? 
because I say what I think, and it's probably yeah. not nice but all you, the time. But you never said it to me, but there was just something about the way that you sat there at that table. I, yeah, I affect people. But I wasn't, uh, you know, I don't mind if people are saying what they think. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But you have that reputation, yeah? I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologize to me. You guys are needed. <laughs> it's, it is um, a gift to be able to sit up and look somebody in the eye and tell them what you're thinking. So many people don't. And um, we really, I think, lack deeply for that um, you know, part of people's behavior. Well, you can't do that in a place. That, I mean, one of the issues of being, there's so many issues of being in a small town, which is one of the ones I was saying earlier about the pressure it has on relationships or whatever. But the other thing is the inability to do exactly what you said you do. Yeah. Because well, of repercussions of actually being in Russell's and saying, you know what, what you just said actually makes no sense at all. You, you have those repercussions go on for the next five years. So everybody <clears throat> wanders around being polite and not really liking each yeah, other, yeah. but kind of smiling and grinning. And there's an absence of intensity because, it, you know, it's difficult to actually even get that close to people because people are so protective of that thing that you would think there was an intensity and a closeness of being in a little community like that. But actually... People are have got their barriers up, and it's tough. Well, to, it's there's tough barriers to get of different sorts all, in all our society. Yeah, but in a small town, you know, you give up. I mean, part of the joy of of having close friends or whatever is vulnerability. Is being mm. able to sit there, give up information that that you're a little bit scared to give up, to be sad, to be happy, to be into something or whatever. And I find it's really hard to do that here because it comes back to bite you in the ass like a, a ah. few days later. Uh, this is what I lived in California for 17 years, and this is what I missed. Aunt Sally sitting on the front porch paying attention to what the kids are doing. Mm. And that's what bovina is. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so much. You think that's what we're doing now? If some kid is... is um, harming themselves or harming another kid. Oh, maybe that, yeah. It gets around, and, and people find out. But the other part of it is that Aunt Sally cares. Right. Enough to step out. Right. And I find that in a small town, you have um, you have a glue that I never felt in California. It was all mm. yada, yada, yada. Right, right, Let's right. be friends until something mm. happens. Right. In Bovina, if something happens... We go. We get into. Act, we go to action. What like? What? I, I'm trying to think. I've been there 18 years. Like what? Like what? Yeah. Like what's the my situation? My son. My son-in-law um, had a tremendous accident. Mm. A horizontal amputation. What? Yeah. What, what? Which? What, when was yeah, that? The contractor. When was that? Um, probably 24 years ago. He was on. Um, they were on a burn in Andes and. Uh, went down for lunch, and they had been installing those big tin... Oh, Ed. Ed. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell the story. Though. Tell the story. Well... But you've got to tell a little closer. Okay. So they went down for lunch, and they had nailed the stack of tin on the roof. Yeah. But a gust of wind came up, came down, and went right... was coming for his head, and he put his arm up, and it sliced through his whole forearm. <sighs> And, um, so it was helped to get through it through the bone. Uh, I don't think through the. I'm not sure. I'll have to ask him. But if you looked at the top of his arm, where the muscle usually is, it looked like a slab of lasagna all shoved up in a. You saw that. <laughs> you didn't see that. Where I saw pictures or something. You heard about whatever. <laughs> but I'm telling you, that community came came around. Um, Thoughts and prayers, and um, I swear that's, you know, the vibes that were sent his way is... is uh, and do you think it's still that way? What? He's the had many... No, the town. Oh, absolutely. Really? You think everybody's... It, at its heart. And who's included? Those who choose to be. Really? You want you to... If you want something done in that town, you had to get, it, get with the game. Which means what? Give a little. Give. Get a little. Right, yeah, right, right, right. Give, right. give. Um, and that's what I missed uh, in California. But it doesn't matter how new you are. You can get on that bandwagon oh, quickly. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, one of the things that happened to us the first year we were here, my daughter always wanted to be in a parade. 
Well, we were in California and the parades were huge. So we come to Bovina. I organized the parade. First Sweet. year we were there. Right. And people came to me later and said, how'd you dare do that? You know, it was just amazing. Right. You were new. How right. did you dare do that? Well, right. I did it. You did yeah. it. And, and when she you got, she the, got game, the march in her parade. Huh? It's very simple. Uh, it what Two years of me building the farm, uh, the local farmers wouldn't quite even look me in the eye. But after a couple of years, they came up and said, well, Burnett, we've been watching you, and you're working hard. So, right. uh, you know, you're kind of part of the club now. Yeah, it, but you know, you've been active in town, too. And and that is, yeah. Yeah. But it is, it's, act, I remember when I first started to come up here as a weekend, in, weekender in 1989, at Russell's store, there was a basket. And into that basket, oh, yeah. you would put things for people in town that had an accident or were incapacitated sick or, or, well, sick that still exists, or yeah. in need. Only when someone has an accident or whatever. I haven't I seen haven't one. I haven't seen that in a while. I, I'm going to have to mention that. Yeah, we be. should get the basket back. And it, yeah. was, it was part of the church. And then it, it would be fill up and it would be delivered. Right. And um, But, you know, in this town... If I have a flooded basement and my pump's not working, I can call a neighbor. And they'll, in the middle of the night, they'll come over, and then, as will I. It's of uh, unusual how and without any um, sort of uh, regrets or hesitation, people are right there. Right. Yeah. right there. What we didn't mention in part of the institutions was the fire department and the ambulance squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. But, that seems to be a way in, yeah? Like, I've never volunteered on any of this because I'm an idiot. And, I would, and nobody would want me turning up to However, it. you were in our historical society play. I was. And you were a hit. Why did, That's why? the first time I ever saw you. I, said, Who's I don't know about that. Ju- what, what did, oh, my God, he was what the villain. What did Julian do? What was his role? He Wait, you never, came to see, you never came to see the melodrama? I was not there. No, Where the I was hell traveling. were you? I was traveling. Uh, um, we did it two years in a row. That was Marjorie. She did a great job. Yeah. yeah he, Marjorie he was the was villain. Character. But what was it? He was the villain. Oh, my God. She, she wrote a melodrama, and it yeah. was all, you know, like a Victorian melodrama, uh-huh. and she took all the characters. She took elements of stuff that's really happened, like... Yeah. In the town. Yeah, like the creamery, like who mm-hmm. really owned the creamery, and how yeah. did the creamery really get to be owned, uh-huh. and all that and kind of stuff. And there were two sisters, the yeah. Riera girls. Yeah, and they kept dro- dropping burns in, and they kept yeah. dropping all that kind of yeah. stuff. It so was, as a villain, and this was a, a historical recreation, were you a Macintosh, a Hilson, or Oh, burns? no. Who were you? You were, uh, you uh, no, were I was, anonymous. No, I was an outsider. Sneaky jeepers, they called me. <laughs> 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 and what oh, was yeah. your outfit? How did you dress for this? It Black. was like a pantalone. Yeah, it was like a, it was oh. like a pantalone <laughs> from the Commedia dell'arte. And he hissed. We all hissed. Oh. Yeah, there was lots of hissing, and everybody was issued a little bits of paper to throw at me and stuff it's fun it's nice being it is fun and we do we do more of that than most people we have parades in bovina and we have community you know we haven't done those kind of things in a while actually the other thing we did one year two years in a row no maybe it was only one year is we did no two years in a row we did the haunted house downstairs but we did a really scary haunted house Youth Fellowship used to do that oh for my years. God. It was traditional. Well, we did it with we put up black. Um, th- we had uh, people firing up chainsaws down oh, yeah. there. We had we had uh, dumb shows of uh, stuff squirting out of eyes. There were children running out screaming. It was great. We should do that stuff again. We d- we need to do more of. How did we become? Well, we're, we're where do we lose our that. way a little bit? Uh, we're going to change that. We're going to have a fashion show in the dirt. Right, use, uh, a runway at big. Uh, raised bed is a runway. In the dirt? In the, we're going to use Agrabond floating row cover and design dresses with it <laughs> for both men and women, and we're going to march them down the runway, which is a 300-foot raised bed. Are you really going to do this? Absolutely. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and we are planning on sending uh, the cow that loves the moon, you know? We're planning on sending the cow to the moon. We're going to jump the cow over the moon, and uh, you might ask how and why. But the point is that... Um, Bovina is going to start to kind of hit the eccentric button again. <laughs> you know, that would be good because, yeah, because there's a lot of stuff that's going on, but it's kind of sincere, like the whole yeah. restaurant scene and the whole whatever. Yeah, you're, you're right about that. We need that. some stuff that's a little more scurrilous than that, just a little bit more interesting. <laughs> but don't yeah. we? You know, there's close, I, I don't feel lacking, but I don't know. Oh, I totally feel lacking. Wait, one thing that you two just talked about, you both go to the church, yeah? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. so what's that all about? Well, it, it's oh like this. Oh, my God, don't get me on that. What's, is, yeah, uh, let's get you on that. What's that all about? Why do you, you go first, to church? Jan. 
I was raised in the church. But so it's a traditional thing, or you're a believer. Yeah. It was a tradi- I became a non-believer in in um, as a teenager, and I never believed. Right. As, well, who uh, would? Who, I, who, who would? But I heard I heard what I call good rules. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. Good rules. And yeah. they're not always by people in the church that are good people given the rules, but they're given the rules. The basic rules. And that's the big um, complaint about people going to churches. They say, oh, look at those hypocrites. You know, well, the, um, I don't know. I don't want to get too religious here. But when we were in Texas, there was this wonderful um, southern minister, and he said, the one thing he said was, church is not a country club for saints it's a hospital for sinners and i always loved that uh, yeah, 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 but yeah, anyway yeah. so then in the in a high school and college i um i was a non-believer i questioned and i think we all need to question um in my 30s i had some experiences probably because of maturity that said yeah this works what do you mean Oh, you can't put that out there. And well, we were we were um, we were at a uh, retreat in Ben Lomond, California. Uh-huh. And um, one day I was sitting there, all by myself. It was the time we were supposed to go off and but sit by ourselves, and we'd been filled with the stuff from the Bible all week and teachings. Yeah. And uh, I sat there, and I I felt this wind next to me, and I felt. I looked over and this tree started. The leaves started blowing and fluttering. For real? Yeah, and they and they fluttered up. You know, if you're looking at the clock, they went from on my right side from three o'clock to two o'clock to one o'clock, and they stopped right at the top, and just sat there and ruffled. <laughs> I go, that was it. That was it. So you're like that. I am. I am a person of faith. Are you now a person absolutely, of faith? Absolutely, absolutely. What do you believe in? I believe that the rules well, I, are set to make things good. I agree with that, but that's got nothing to do with believing in, in like a guy with a beard sitting in a cloud. I don't or believe in a be- guy with a beard sitting in a cloud. But you believe I in believe a, in spirits. But do you believe in a? Do you believe in an omniscient? Do you believe in a power? Do you Absolutely. Be- and you believe? Do you greater believe, than ourselves? Do you believe that we were created? Uh, I, when I was in youth fellowship, when I was in high school and I was doubting, yeah. I said to my leader, I have a friend that doesn't believe all this. Well, you know how when you're a teenager, you always say it's a friend. Right, 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 right. She said, if you look at a newborn baby, how can you ever, ever question that? What? That it was created? Yeah. But we don't think... But, uh, how can that be? That's a, a perfect little thing. Mm. How, I mean, how can you not wonder? It's okay. It's okay if you don't believe. But you got to wonder sometimes, right? But you believe in evolution. Yeah. But you believe that there's a... Uh, what's that thing called? What's the thing where you believe in evolution, but you also... Uh, I have no idea. What, but what's that, what's that school I'm, of thinking? I'm not schooled in that at all. The one where you believe in education, but you also believe in a creator. It's called intelligent By design. <laughs> intelligent design. Oh, I don't know. No. I don't know. I, I'm fascinated by Peter, by, uh, by, um... But I, I think I never would have had my faith if I hadn't been in the church. Uh, when I was in, in high school and I didn't believe, I was in youth fellowship. And so I was around people that followed the rules. Well, the rules... try to follow the rules. But I like the rules idea. That's good. because But that predates Christianity and everything else. That's just having... A set of criteria in place that to works. make sure that society doesn't fall apart. That works. Like be nice to your next door neighbor. Don't you know all this stuff that's well, the basic. Well, it's more than not falling apart. It's um, building. Right, but they're the tenets that have got nothing to do. What, what's interesting to me is when people apply those tenets, which are behind every religion, which is like, hey, cooperate, right. make things work, or whatever, and start to apply rules to it that have, you know, like a certain guy who's in charge or mm. a certain. You know what I mean? Like a certain belief. I mean, obviously, that's the thing that causes all the problems in the world. Isn't that's it? the community. The the what do you call it? The uh, country club club for right. That's that thing. Right, 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 right. Well, God has many faces indeed, because every culture and every period of time has had their own 
idea of who that thing might be. And we be, keep fighting about you it. You know, the interesting thing is they've all shared the same basic principles. They do. Of, of what's good and bad. And as we share the same principles of goodness here tonight, because we have been for the last half an hour enjoying nothing but the best creme brulee in <laughs> Bovina. Unlike commercial broadcasters, WIOX answers to you. Not shareholders looking for a profit, but to community stakeholders, just regular folks who live throughout the greater Catskills region. Volunteering is what makes this happen, and it makes WIOX a unique and accurate reflection of local interests and talents. Your donation now will help us broaden our reach throughout the region. Please consider making a secure donation today at WIOXradio.org. WIOX is supported by the Delaware County Chamber of Commerce, a catalyst for sustainable economic prosperity in the Catskills, fostering cooperation, forging partnerships, promoting tourism, providing legislative advocacy, and building strong community ties throughout the region. More information at 607-746-2281 or DelawareCounty.org. WIOX is supported by MTC. Margaretville Telephone Company, offering on-demand programming in HD with access to premium movies and DVR service, giving you the ability to pause and rewind live TV and record your favorite programs at the push of a button. Margaretville Telephone Company, 845-586-2288. And we're back. It's the oh. Evening Tickler with Steve and Julian Jan, and the ever-effervescent Jan, a.k.a. Creme Brulee. We have uh, definitely broken through the hard, fire-seared, sugary crust of Jan, <laughs> and uh, we're getting into the soft, smooth, velvety juiciness of, uh, of what she's all about. Do you think and, that is a... Oh, yeah. my God. Right. I mean, that, it, it really is the two sides of uh, Eve here, right? You got the, the... But it's not hard to get to the, the good stuff, and... The good stuff really is the shape of our hearts, and um, and that reveals itself over time and in some extraordinary ways that can't be explained logically, like your mother, your your mother that passed, who is getting closer to you all of the time. How does that work? Steve. I don't know. I don't Steve. understand it. So, uh, yeah, but you've got to tell us what it is. <clears throat> well, I think being quiet um, is an important part of it. Yeah, but what happens to you? Because um, you just you just had told us something. All of, I will do something, and I will all of a sudden say, "Thank you, Mom," because that's where it came from. But and more and more, and often quotes that just come out of nowhere. They were, they but you, were her quotes. But do you feel that as a presence, or you just? I mean, is there actually a, a sense I, of like there's somebody well, here? Well, all I can say is that I feel like some, she sits on my shoulder more and more. And I realize what an incredible person she was. And the other thing, and I've told my kids this this, this week, don't ever have the regrets. How do I say this? How do I say this? I didn't have to tell. I told my mom. I let my mom know I appreciated her in many ways. Probably not as much as I would have if I knew I was going to experience now sure. what I experienced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my kids don't ever have to feel like they don't ever have to feel guilty because they will get from me through that and they will say, thank you, mom. Well, also the job, our, the, uncon the, the job of un unconditional love isn't to unconditionally love backwards. Like it's not their job to unconditionally love you. Right. It's for them to unconditionally love their kids, so we're just passing absolutely. this thing forward. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's what, that's what my mom gave me was, uh, well, she gave me an understanding of kids. But that thing as well, that's one thing that uh, encouraging my kids to immerse them, because that thing that you're talking about, about um, a quote or something that comes right. back, that's all that stuff that was sown when we were kids, when right. we were listening to things, when we were hearing things that we right. didn't even know, when our, when our parents, in a way, were forcing us to, I don't know, listen to certain types of music or listen to whatever, and we couldn't understand at all why. Right. And then suddenly you can be 50, 60, 70, and then that, at that point you're like, now it makes sense. Right. It's That's why I have my kids listen to opera and stuff, mm -hmm. because they just hear it moving around the house, and then they start humming some of the tunes or whatever. You know that they're going to hit 45 years old and be like... They're going to have some appreciation. Thank heavens that exists. Right. They're going to hear it in a supermarket or something and be like, unmoved and whatever. And nobody knows what's going on at that point. Right. But you're sowing 
You know, that bridge that you make is a gift that you don't know when will actually be walked on. But you, it's simple it, farming. It's Jan who was imprinted as a child right. on the church, and, right. and it connects her back to the things that she loves from her childhood, like her mother. But it's interesting that at your stage in life, as you get into Act Three, and uh, and you, it's a great act. Uh, yes, and the and the fires are diminishing, and you have more time to reflect. I, I believe that self reflection which um, is our definition of looking in the mirror, um, really only begins when we are allowed and take the time to be alone. And, and in that quiet, which terrifies most people, it invites spirits, if you will. It invites your mother back. It invites memories back that, that never happen when you are in the heat of your life. I don't know. I'm... I'm pretty much in the heat still, but <laughs> I mean, so I'm people busy. say, "Are you busy?" <laughs> Always, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, are you still teaching? I tutor after school. I tutor uh-huh. out of school suspended kids. Yeah, oh, you did. Is that rough? I love it. Yeah, I, you're very one on one. Kids yeah. are um, kids are kids, and they're they're they've they've got good souls. They make some poor decisions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it gets them in trouble. But anyway, I, I, yeah, I know we have the schoolhouse day camp. We haven't mentioned that, have we? Well, let's that? talk about that. No, at first, it, it's, it's remarkable. A, yeah, and up on the Bovina Road in August, we have that where we go back. And we're, we're thinking maybe of changing the era. For the last three years, it's been 1900s. What, you dress up uh, for oh, the school Oh, they dress up in the, the curriculum and everything. Last year, you saw little kids. Um, um, Right out of uh, Little House on it's the Prairie. House on the Prairie. Yeah, but I mean, they were doing uh, poetry uh-huh. recitations, uh-huh. Um, and the games are that. Who one. is it? Who does it? I mean, which kids are doing it? Because my kids weren't doing it, were they? Because it's first through fifth grade. Oh, they're too old. Yeah, oh. yeah. Huh. I guess we missed all. We that. have some kids that have aged out that um, we've used as interns last year, and that was incredible. How long does it go on? For a week. That's a whole week. Yeah, just days, uh, nine to one. Huh. And it's up at one of the, it's up at one. Of the, it's at this old schoolhouse. Which uh, one? On Bovina Road, Bo- Bovina District Number One. Oh, it's that one up there, up it's, by Crescent Valley. Yeah, right. Um, right, right. And they they bring foods indigenous to that time. Mm. You know, no pop tarts and right, right, right. Yeah, you know. right. And they they bring them in. Um, or wrapped newspaper or right. milk pails. Do you find that the children that are going through this fall into character easily? Oh, absolutely. They yeah. love it. They love it, yeah. They love it. And do they speak um, as we did at the turn of the century without, um, you know, it's not it's, it's it is. They know, don't well, say I, like. I didn't think of that. I wouldn't I wouldn't try. I, I don't want to be a punitive. But, that would be punitive. But I, when they come in in the morning, the boys line up on one side, the girls line on, on the other side. And yeah, I did The that. girls always go in. And if they uh, speak <laughs> during the class, they um, have to they raise their the hand. The whip is they get not beaten. <laughs> no, for two years we had the dunce corner, but only... If I they, love the dunce corner. Oh, it the interfered Benjamin. with life because <laughs> the shame. they wanted to be I lived, in the dunce that's corner. That's my corner. I lived in the dunce no, corner. No, I fought you for that corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They fought for the corner. <laughs> of they course. Loved it. And of so course. it would they love disturb the everything. Oh, yeah, we made the big hat. <laughs> right. But um, it, when they speak, they have, to, they have to raise their hand, be acknowledged, stand up next to their desk, and speak to us. And we all have the names from Old Bovina. Well, I'm so, not Mrs. Bray. It, uh, what you know, are you? I don't remember. So it's all like Harold, James. And no, they're all oh, Scottish names. Yeah, but they names, were people in Bovina. McCrutchen oh, you got them off the gravestones. And, and, they, and they get to... Um, Phil McCrevis. They get to claim their name and they can use it all. And so they go into character and, oh, yeah. and for four weeks. Oh, they're, yeah. they're in a different time period and they're right. in a different body. Right. And do you think it, it stays with them? Do you think they'll remember oh, this? Oh, my one? word. How could yeah. they not? But last year, the door, the two door girls, you know the doors? No. Yes, I do. They're oh. just so charming. How oh, do my you, word. How do you people know all these people that I don't know? I don't well, they, never, you, they gravitated you never towards the schoolhouse. Uh, but they were in charge of the crafts. They yeah. would get out of the car in the morning, and I'd look at what they had, yeah. and I'd say, no way. Yeah. Are they going to pull this off? What is like? What, 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 oh, they'd have their basket with the bamboo or the, I don't know, the corn stalks and the fabric. And, oh, it was full-on Little House on the Prairie. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I always found that intimidating. Those people who are so good at that stuff. Oh, man. It's always a little bit unnerving. Steve's running away somewhere. Oh, it's probably too much for him. I know, yeah. Well, <laughs> I think, it's, I think uh, his, yeah. his waterworks are running a little. <laughs> well, anyway, and by the end of the morning, you would have, every child would have a cornhouse doll dressed. Oh, my God. And then they made fairy houses out of all the, the fa- flora and fauna around the house. Yeah, I always find that a little unnerving when people are so good at stuff like that. Oh, they were good. They yeah, were good. Yeah, I find that. I mean, I'm, I know it's amazing, but, like, I never was, and I got bored really quickly. Yeah, yeah. I still get bored really quickly. I'm taking my clothes. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, He's my God. Did you look over there? <laughs> there, were, there, were bit, there were bits that I never, ever want to see again. <laughs> <laughs> it was like something pendulous. <laughs> <laughs> the, what the, was that? The dinner table what is suddenly that heated up a bit. I, know, I was above. stripping down because the air like something conditioner doesn't a, work in our dining is that, room. Is, was that oh. your marsupial pouch that Did, we just saw? No, I know that you <laughs> smelled a mountain lion you, in the room for a moment there, didn't you? Do you have and Rue? And it got you excited, is, that perfume. Is really Rue in the going. pocket still? You need to take Rue out of the pocket. <laughs> well, I, I'm feeling much better now. What did I miss? You missed nothing. Tell no. me. You, no, 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 no. no. We, were just, we were just rumbling on together. If I, if I skip a moment of what goes on around here, I feel like a whole eon has escaped me. And I'm lesser for it. And the two of you, I can look at you. You're glowing right now because you have time. Because <laughs> I had something to drink. Why are you glowing? You haven't drunk a thing. I'm, la- I'm laughing at him because he's a good bovinian because he's, he's, he's scared that he missed something. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, the, the great thing about bovina is if, uh, if, if you think you don't know something, there's going to be a neighbor that's going to tell you exactly right. what it is that you don't know and how to get with the program. It's the charm of a small town, isn't right. it? So I guess we all have our roles, huh? We all have our. Mm-hmm. We're all characters in the soap opera. That's we an know interesting who way to we know who you are. Yeah, because you're like farmer. you're the bovina farmer, but also some other elements to it of like not being dyed in the wool bovina or whatever. And I think we kind of worked out who you are. What's I want. What's my job in the village? What you make it? No, that's no answer. Absolutely. That's no answer. That's absolutely well, what it is. All right, Jan's not answering. Steve, <laughs> I would. I would say that your role is that um, you you are the muse of bovina. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. What the muse? You cause people in a very poetic way to stretch themselves beyond what they would normally be thinking about. And sometimes it's confrontational and horrible and, you know, the things that you say are shocking. And sometimes it's just heart-renderingly beautiful. But well, nobody said anything shocking. Have we all, have any said, of us shocked each other? said many shocking things. No, not in public. Well, we, we only say it on the radio. Right, right, right. Know. We need to be a little more shocking on the radio. I, I th- yes, but we're not going to do that with creme brulee. No, no, Unless no. we want to get into that crunchy burn sugar The part. stuff, when the mics go off and then there's, no, like no, the, let's, there's, let's that, there's that next 30 seconds. I want to I ask Jan if in her amazing life she was ever at a point where she felt that everything that she was was kind of at risk, like if she was hanging out with the Black Panthers and didn't belong there, or if she was taking her beliefs to a point where they might get acted out on inappropriately. Were you ever in a place where everything kind of teetered on the edge of... I don't know. What are we getting at? (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a... Say it like it is. It was an invitation for you to confess your sins, but um, we don't have to do that now, right now. I don't know about that. Do you want me to talk about California? Yeah, sure. Talk a little bit. A Black about Panther era. Life, yeah. yeah, I was there. We were there in the '60s when it was rocking with all sorts of new ideas and hippies. Well, they weren't called hipsters; they were hippies. Right, hippies. Yeah, and flower children. Right, yeah. but you weren't one. No, I was not one. Right. You were an observer. I was still barefoot and pregnant. Right. Yeah. Um, Old school. Old school. We lived in uh, married student housing at Stanford, and they were old army barracks, and it was quite an experience. It was great. Mm. We were there for five years. But Mm. anyway, my neighbor was um, involved with the Black Panthers, and this was when the Black Panthers were just getting very active. And there was an East Palo Alto and just Palo Alto. Well, East Palo Alto was uh, where the blacks lived. And uh, we decided in Stanford Village, because things were uh, getting really tense, 
between the blacks and the whites that we would have a day camp in Stanford Village. So we decided to go over to East Palo Alto and, and invite people. And people didn't answer their doors. Um, but we left leaflets, and uh, we were screamed out of East Palo Alto, get out of our town, et cetera, et cetera. And that was the beginning of the the Black Panther, what, mantra? Yeah, that but was, you were screamed out because it was a racial thing. It was a racial thing, yeah. and they were mad at the whites, yeah. understandably. Right, right. So anyway, we somehow we, oh, there was a, a, a church, A.E., Oh, was it church? Methodist. No, the, we were students, but the, right. the A.E. Methodist Church, I think, in East Palo Alto said, yeah, this sounds like a good idea. So oh. the kids all came over. Yeah. And there were probably 20 kids, and we had them out there between the two barracks, and we were going to start games and that stuff. Now, I was raised by a very prejudiced family. My father oh. would take us to Clarice Street on, um, in Rochester after church. Uh-huh. To look at the pickaninnies, that's yeah. what they call them. Yeah. He thought that was great sport. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that was, my dad was, that was very racist. Yeah. Um, ignorance, I guess. I don't know. But anyway. Well, he was raised that way, so it. Passes. He was raised that way. So yeah, but you were raised that way, but then it changed. I was raised that way, but as with education, I became an intellectual, mm-hmm. um, tolerant, intellectually tolerant person, and thought I understood everything and was. Uh, with it, and then um, these kids came over, and we were organizing a game, and I started to put my hand on this little black kid, and I pulled it back, and I said, oh, my God, mm. I am a racist in my whole, in my soul, in my heart, and though my mind has changed, and it was with that realization that I became a non-racist. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it was an, almost an involuntary reaction. It was in the moment. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. The point being is that I had to be in, connect, in contact with those kids mm-hmm. to understand it and to come to that realization. Yeah. And I, I really feel that's what we need to do. We need to be in relationship with people of all races because we are because exactly what you're describing is how basically how all white people are is we, it's in there in the DNA already isn't it on our it's not that, I don't think it's it's Pav, Pavlov I mean right, we were right, taught right 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 um, but it's more than that it's more than just having shared experience it, it because you can put people that don't agree with each other into the same room and it will just end up in a fight it, you have to have that shared experience with an open mind where you are paying attention to really what's going on and what when not what you think is going on and it works like this because the definition of a bigot is somebody who in spite of evidence to the contrary yeah. continues to think the same way yeah, yeah, yeah. and so what you've described as becoming an intellectual, it's a little bit deeper than that. It's your, it's your heart coming into play, too. It's that you witnessed these people not as what you were raised or your father taught you to mm-hmm. be, but you saw that that was not the case. Right. And, and that is what changed the whole compass point on your life. Well, I think my, my reticence to touch the child right. is what? That was it was the moment of epi- it was the epiphany. Well, that's what we're talking about—the God moment earlier on about yeah, about yeah. the tree or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I, hey, Jan, wait a second. Yeah, I've noticed that there was a time in our early relationship where your hand came out to touch my shoulder <laughs> and you pulled it back immediately. There are all kinds of other reasons. Because I'm a divorced lady and I would get accused of putting the make on you. Uh, right. <laughs> I know that you've been afraid of being accused of going after the, the, oh, yeah. the men in this town. What? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. What? I, I guard that very carefully. What do you mean? What you got what? I even told my kids today, can you believe I'm going off in the car with two men? <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, that's oh, wait a minute. That's that. just wishful thinking. Well, Steve's a man, but I don't no, know wait, wait, wait. They see on. that. Um, but anyway, back to. Uh, well, why oh, we come on. That's this, crazy. This? That's we, we go from bigotry to just the affairs but of the heart. No, I got to back go, up. I have to back up. Go back to bigotry. Okay. You talked about um, that um, people can be in a room and, um, and can be in communication and be in contact and still not get along. Correct. The point is you have to have a goal that's for positive solution Correct. first. 
Exactly. And, and that defines. That okay, so I think that's the role of our leaders. So does it surprise you that, like, and because we what we're talking leaders. about, we're talking about 50 years Six, ago? 60, uh, 60. Yeah, so 50. Yeah, so 54. 50, so 50 years ago. So 50 and a bit years ago. Does it surprise you that now, today, you find yourself in a place where all the same issues are right there, bang on the table? Like, how much progress has really been made? I mean, if you think about the people who are now the kind of things that are being said by the people who are way up in charge, who are clearly using all of the rhetoric of... Oh, right, yeah, oh, yeah, we, yeah. But we we're all the way back there, aren't we? Have, have we really made that much progress? I mean, I, that man can stand up there and use every touchstone that was being used back in the 50s, and he's being responded to. I think the people that are responding to him have not been in connection with people of different color and cultures with a positive goal in mind. So what did we do for 60, 50 years? We've come so far. We've come a long way. Surprising, though, how quickly it could be rolled back to something. Because the kind of... Well, that's that, that's that underlying stuff that's going on that makes takes us back so fast but the force of the rhetoric and the stuff that that is being called into play when those people stand at rallies they're calling into play stuff that we haven't they're calling into i mean they're embracing, that's my father's era they're they're recalling exactly that right. era and it's being responded to I because mean, of the lack of positive goals and it gets back to the rules right that's pretty intense. So you can imagine someone who's from a different race thinking, well, what's the point? We've, we appear to make all of this progress inch by inch, second, you know, grinding out atom by atom this progress. It can all be rolled back. Some people don't let it roll back. I don't I think we've some. rolled it back to a point where no. we're back to being rock apes. I, I think no, we the, haven't. The brutalities, the brutalities of progress. They're called revolutions, and, and Jan lived through a, a pretty big revolution. America was in rough shape. Oh, we were in rough in shape. In the 60s, we have people that didn't live through that have no idea how close we were to anarchy in this country. Oh, oh. you know what? At Stanford, they were building a, a, a new architecture building. Right. And you know how buildings are designed 10 years before they built? Right. It was all glass walls. Yeah. Guess what happened to the glass walls? Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, the glass ceiling got broke. Yeah, they were broken. Yeah. Well, but I mean, my husband went off on his bicycle every night to sleep in his lab, mm-hmm. so that his research wouldn't be destroyed. By who? You know, I can't even. It tell was dark, you. so you didn't know. I can't was even hidden. tell you, but um, I know the young Republicans were as violent as anybody. Yeah. Well, we know but that, me, don't we? We know that now. I want to close this idea out, and it's that as as we've been discussing the brutalities of progress are, are, are nothing less than revolutions. They, they come out of that and they go to it. But when they're over, we realize this. We realize that the human race, we handle it very roughly. But through all of that, progress is made. Absolutely. And, um, and it might seem incremental, but I do not believe, and I see no evidence, that we as a civilization is going back to a form of demagoguery and strongman leadership that might be right now currently in vogue in, in uh, our leadership. It will not happen. We as a people... We're going to resist that? I don't oh, think it's going to happen Oh, not only resist totally. it, but I don't think we're made to fall in line with that kind of thing right, right. now. I think I progress think so. really has been made. Right. And, I, and there are so many ways to see that happening in our... In our in our culture, in our song, in our dance, in, in, the, in the cultural uh, enhancements that happen in, in our world. And in, in spite of what's going on right now, that will not disappear. We will, in one form or another, continue to make that happen because it's, it's important and it's who we um, identify ourselves as. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm I pretty I... positive, in spite of right. what's going on right now, that we have progressed. Right. We and have. And we'll, we'll stumble through and uh, and continue on through a bump in the road. I think it Unless the button gets everybody pushed. doing a little bit <laughs> in the right direction. Right, 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 you, right. You can't wait for the head to change it. I think we have to all all work together to make it work. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's definitely a weird time now, isn't it? It's the weirdest time it's that I've been in It's very America. scary. Yeah. I am very scared. 
Yeah, I mean, the the, the unspoken is now completely speakable. Mm -hmm. And, like, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. That's one of the reasons why I love our church, is that it is a place where civility is practiced. And uh, it's a moral church. It's not a Bible-thumping church at all. Right. But we've got Garrett Schindler is a guy who stands up there and, and says, you know, we are a mess. We're a hot mess. Right. And let's talk about it and, and let us learn from our mistakes and, and carry on. Um, and that, I believe, is if there is something that for non-believers should bring them to that church is to sit down mm -hmm. with our community and listen to a couple of lessons of what's, what's good and what's wrong and, and how to move forward right. through the bad that's always happening. Right. And that's the, our church, I think, is extraordinary. You know, I'd like way. to go to the church, but I like a bit more ritual. You're kidding. No, I like a bit more. I like a little bit more smoke and craziness and some we'll costumes and some church. Oh, you should go to a, what do you call go it? Go to a Catholic church. Yeah, but you, go, but you guys are that go Presbyterian to a Buddhist, thing. You, you go, go to a Buddhist colony. Oh, my God. Like you got their fluorescent the lights on. It's all like kumbaya no, and we, all that kind of stuff. Nobody no, wants that. Kumbaya. We, well, it's we, a little kumbaya -ish. We sing horrible old songs. No, not we really. We have a great no. sense of humor No, but everybody mutters the songs. Nobody belts them out. Oh, that's not true. You should have been there today. Why? Who was belting oh wild. It was God. great. Who was it singing? Was we had, well, we, we had several congregations. We had a full church. But were it. they going for it? And we had the kids oh singing. People are going to go for it. And uh, I don't want to hear oh, the kids singing. There. You don't want to hear the kids you singing. Oh, yeah, you do. It, it no. makes you cry. It really no, does. No, the it kids singing heart. is all that stuff of like, uh, like, look how cute the kids are. No, no, it wasn't cute. You hit, you hit those notes. No, we need people belting that stuff. We need old hymns where you don't even understand the words well, anymore. Okay, so you we need, need like some, a little bit of Latin. You need some black people in this town that rock it out. Hey, I heard somebody say, what was that? I'm not a... What do you call it? I'm not a complainer. Or what What was that thing that somebody had ended with I-N? Uh -huh. Somebody behind me was adding a G to it. Uh -huh. Was doing what? To a to a, a spiritual. Oh, they supposed would. supposed to end in that I-N. They were rambling like. Rambling or something. They were doing a call and response thing. They were doing we a. They were singing a song. Huh. And and the word was what was that word that ended with I N? I might not have been paying. He's attention. not paying attention. He <laughs> sits here the entire time talking just, about how wonderful. I just it is. feeling He's the love. Asleep. I was feeling the love. So, oh my god! And somebody behind me was adding a G to it. Was correcting uh -huh. the the spiritual uh -huh. representation of the word. And oh, really? So the last verse, I yelled it out, rambling. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Julie, and I know that um, do uh, they do more Bovinian of that? church experience will never but down come at up Saint to your highest aesthetic standards. No, no, no. But does St. James do more of that? Um, I would guess. I don't know. I don't, I've never been there. I like a, a little. I only attend the Presbyterians because I, I'm close to the other ones. You know that. But yeah. they're so dour. <laughs> they're so dour. They're yeah. Scottish. Yeah. They, there's no decoration. It's just a bummer. You want to what go somewhere? What decorations in you? What are you, you want to go about? to like a Venetian church or something where it's dripping with? Uh, Why it distracts from what's really going on? Well, uh, yeah, but that's exactly what we need. We need to be distracted from what's really going on because what's well, really going on is so boring. We need to focus. We no. need to remind you that this is <laughs> WIOX Community Radio, and I'm and oh, I'm standing. That, I am sitting here at table, and I have felt a mountain of a man bigger than life walk in. He's wow. the captain. Oh, and oh, he's, 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 he's I thought you were saying that you feel like a man of a he, man. He is going to he's help everybody celebrate 50 years of the Grateful Dead for three hours, or maybe it's 10 hours tonight. Wait, is it the 50th anniversary of I the Grateful Dead? I don't relate to that. Years. It uh, is. So it's 51 years. You heard it from the cat. 2015 was. 15 oh my God! Yeah. Look what time. Well, it is. this is so. This is a non-entity year. This is a year, This is two years after that. Yeah, 52 years, I guess. Oh, you can't get excited about 52. Well, I can. Yeah. <laughs> so with all of that, I want and 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 I'm speaking for Julian too. Don't we to have thank the, Jan? Isn't the isn't our play out music? Our play out music is the Grateful Dead, isn't it? Uh, it is. It is. Right. It's uh, the pre Grateful I like that. Dead. It's early Grateful Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're yeah. gonna hit that uh, as soon as we thank Jan for being Jan, you're a star. Uh, for oh, being with us. You are a star. Sharing your life and and being probably Julian. Am I wrong? The best creme brulee. Yeah, but I do want to do the voice, uh, changing voice, because you have so much information and you're not going to give up because you are who you are. Oh, well. Uh, we want to do the voice. I've never been famous, you know. I know well, I, we'll make you famous with, your, with the <laughs> underbelly stuff. 
Uh, Steve's got that look on his face. Keep talking. Because oh, what no. I have to do is. Steve's. There's something he's looking through his bifocals. He's looking through his bifocals because he's, he's having the rapture. Uh, but unfortunately, God's not coming down and getting him. What? <laughs> um, there we go. <laughs> we have enjoyed you at table tonight as much as I'm sure you've enjoyed us. Love that Here person. comes the cat. That I like to pet, and every evening we get set. I stroke it every chance I get. It's my girl's pussy. Seldom plays and never purrs, and I love the thoughts it stirs. But I don't mind because it's hers, my girl's pussy. Often it goes out at night, returns at break of dawn. No matter what the weather's like, it's always nice and warm. It's never dirty, always clean, in giving thrills, never mean. But it's the best I've ever seen, is my girl's pussy.